good to be here this evening. And you know, Stephen was saying about scraping the bottom of the barrel. There's a good chance you could be nearly underneath the barrel tonight. When you have a boy like me up here tonight, testifying of the keeping and saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good to be here tonight. And uh, Kian's telling me to speak up. I'd rather speak up. Good to be here tonight and uh, give a word of testimony how I came to know the one to know, the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. My name's Alan Mitchell. I'm married to Catherine down here. And the Lord blessed us with four children. And I can say, you know, that every one of our children have been a great blessing to us. And you know, not only has he blessed us with four children, but he has blessed us also with two grandchildren. And what a blessing they have been, you know, to us. And God has been good to us. And God loves the family tonight, you know. God created the family. And he loves the family. And such an attack there is on the family today. But praise God tonight for our loved ones and for our families. I want to read a verse of scripture tonight, and you'll find it. You needn't turn to tonight, but you'll find it in Ruth chapter 2, and the verse 10. And it says, Then she fell on her face. And this is Ruth, as she fell before Boaz. And I'm thinking of myself, and I'm thinking of the greater Boaz, the Lord Jesus Christ. Then she fell on her face, and bowed herself to the ground, and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thine eyes, that thou should take acknowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? Why should I find grace in thine eyes, that thou should take acknowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? And you know, the word of God tells us in Ephesians 2 and verse 8, For by grace are you saved through faith. It is not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. And you know, friends, I was born in sin, and shaping in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. But praise God tonight that I am brought nigh by the precious blood of Christ. I was born in a little town called Katy on the South Armagh border. And uh, there's a few of you sitting here. Georgina will know exactly what I'm talking about here. And uh, I was born into a farm. And there was an eight of us. There was four boys and four girls. And it was just like any normal Presbyterian home. My mother was very God. Weren't, wasn't born into a Christian home. But my mother was very God-fearing. We were sent. We had to walk two miles to church every Sunday morning. And we were sent very faithfully along to church and to, to Sunday school and to, and I can honestly say this evening that, that I can never remember a time in my life that I didn't know that I needed to be saved. I, I could say with Timothy, from a child I have known the Holy Scriptures that was able to make me wise unto salvation. I can never remember a time that I didn't know that I needed to trust, if I, trust in the Lord if I ever wanted to be in heaven. But you know, friends, like any other family, things can happen and things can change. But there was one man in our family circle that I knew to be born again and knew to be saved. And he was a man by the name of Sammy Thompson, the late Sammy Thompson. And he was married to an aunt of mine, a sister of my father's. And uh, he would have gathered uh, people around the town and rural areas and he'd have brought them to till, till the swimming pool in Armagh. And uh, there he had brought them back to his home and then he had opened up the gospel and shared the Lord Jesus Christ with them. And through this effort in the gospel, 
My eldest brother, Jim, came to know the Lord Jesus Christ as his own personal saviour. And you know, when there's eight of a family, and I slept with Jim, and Jim sort of fathered me, and uh, Jim, I can remember Jim telling me how he got saved and, and how the Lord had changed his life. But you know, friends, things were to change in our home. Because on the 4th of July, 1977, it was a lovely warm summer's evening. And my father sent my two older brothers, Jim and David, out. A neighbour had built hay. And my father sent Jim and David to, to give him a hand to bring in in the hay. And you know tonight, friends, that, well, you make hay when the sun shines, and that's exactly what this man was doing. And as Jim and David was, went out the, out, out the avenue and out onto the road, there was a yellow, an orange beetle come up the road and struck our Jim. And you see, my friends, I can remember hearing me and Draper was playing around the back of the house. And uh, I can remember hearing the awful screeches of the brake and the thud. Uh, and we run out the lane and I seen the base hill. And, you know, Jim was gone. And, you know, as a young lad, I, I knew he was gone. And, you know, friends, very quickly, neighbours began to gather and my mother and father come on the scene and well I can tell you friends it was a rough time and uh, you know friends tonight just try until over during the week as it was about me my daily shores and duties and thinking and trying to remember and you know people gathered around around the home and people was very 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 good good to my father and, and good to my mother and you know, there's people left in ties and clothes. And, and you know, I'm just thinking there's a wee man, a wee neighbour man. He was a wee brown man of a, of a type. And, and he, he always left at our lane. A big box full of groceries. And, and he'd done that for about 30 years. Every Christmas. After Jim was killed. We, Tom Foster, left a parcel uh, for our family, and, and people was very good. And you know, we Tom knew the Lord, and he loved the Lord. And if you had seen we Tom going into the meetings, he had a pair of wellingtons on him, and he'd have pulled the suit trousers down over the top of the wellingtons, and he went on into the meeting. But God, he, he loved the Lord, and Lord bless we Tom, and he, he's at home with our with our Saviour. You know, people was very very good to us and kind to us. But you know, friends, something else happened. God's people begin to pray for our family. And you know, friends, that's the reason why I read that verse of Scripture tonight in Ruth, two, Ruth chapter 2 and verse 10. Oh, friends, we didn't see it at the time. But if any one of, our, any one of our, the rest of our family bar Jim had been killed that night, we'd have been lost in hell forever. But see, the Bible says, But God, who is rich in mercy, with his great love wherewith he loved us, Oh, friends, there's not one of us. And I was, I was young, and I couldn't enter into the grief away my mother and father, the grief that they had. But, friends, you know, tonight, we couldn't see that, but God began to walk in a, in a wider family circle, and God began to move, and God began to save aunts and uncles and, and, and brothers and sisters. And you mean, back in those days, my, there, there seemed to be just one mission after another. And, and, and then, you know, one night there was a mission over in, in Drumhillery. And my, it was Sam Walkman was, was the, uh, 
was the evangelist. And, and my, my mother stayed behind to speak to the evangelist. And as a young girl, you know, she had made the profession. And, and I was in the car that night, and my father, my father said, I have to go in to look about, to look about your mother. And my father got out of the car, and he went over to the church, and, and there was a big gable, a big stone gable in front of the church, and I can see him with his back again the gable. And, and he was moving about two steps at a time, and then eventually he got through the door. And you know, that night, God saved my father. And you know, what a, what a change, what a change that was. And you know, my friends, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. And friends, I want to tell you, our whole home changed. The television no longer was on the Sunday. You know, we're brought out to meetings morning and night, and the, it was just a new home that the Lord had given to us. And God has saved me. And I can tell you, friends, anyone that knew my father well, he was the talk of the country, that God had saved Tom Mitchell. And we praise God for that. And you know, then we were been taken to different meetings and taken to different places. And, you know, I was brought along to a, to a wee meeting in, in Kiama Mission Hall. Brother Robert Little took a mission at no time. To good, good people, good, faithful people. Lord bless the people of Kiama. And there... Joe Black was the evangelist. And then I can remember on the 31st of March, 1980, you know, I come on to the conviction of sin, just, just as a young lad. And you know, that verse of Scripture is read, My spirit shall not always strive with man. And you know, I can remember getting up, and my father, the meeting was over, and I can remember pulling my father by the coattail and saying, you know, Daddy, I, I want to get saved. And you know, there... I left, remained behind, and I bowed the knee just at the wee forms. The wee forms are still there. They've covered them now. And you know, the, Joe opened up the word of God in John 3 and 16. And he says, Alan, you put your name in there now. For God so loved Alan, that if Alan believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, he shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And you know, friends, I just as a young lad, you know, put my trust in the Lord Jesus, and he has saved me for time and for eternity. And you know, friends, I was just thinking this week, you know, in those, back in the 70s and 80s, you know, there was a, there was a breeze of the Spirit of God. And ones and twos and threes, every mission was held, there was, barely could identify with this. There was people saved. Oh, and I pray tonight that God might do it again. And that that breeze may blow once again across. And even in the dark days of our little province, there was men and women being saved. And God was moving and God was working. And Lord, we, we just trusted the Lord, Lord might, might, might do it again. You know, I just was saved just, just as a lad. That's all. And you know, I was just thinking, you know, in Genesis, you know, God can save the young lads. Parents, will you, Mother, will you allow me to say this tonight, Father? Bring out the lads to the meetings. Bring them out. God can save them. And, you know, God can use them. You know, do you remember in Genesis, remember Abraham and Isaac? When Abraham took Isaac to sacrifice him, remember he turned to his servants, he says, wait here while I and the lad go yonder and worship. God, young Isaac was willing to lay his life on the altar for God. You know, friends, you can think, Oh, mind, the, mind the lad that, that Andrew found. Andrew found a wee lad that had five loaves and two fishes. And he's willing to give them to the Lord all that he had that day.
No, remember big Samson, the strongest man that ever lived. You'll read it, read it in, Judas, in, in Judges 16. Big Samson was stunned with his eyes plucked out with not an ounce of strength. And he said to the wee lad that had, been, had him by the hand, take me to the pillars. And he slew more in his death than he did in his life. God can save the young lads and the young girls and praise God that he saved me just as a, as a young boy. Yes, he has saved me, you know, from the penalty of sin. You know, the hymn writer says, The wrath of God that was my due upon the Lamb was laid, and payment twice when I God demand, first in my bleeding surety's hand, and then again at mine. Not only has he saved me from the penalty of sin, but he saved me from the power of sin. For the Bible tells us, For as many as has received him, to them give thee a power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. Not only one day he'll take us from the very presence of sin. You know, for we look for a city that has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And you know, friends, the angel of death was to visit our home once again. I had another brother. The driver was 27. And the driver was diagnosed with cancer as a young man. And this type of cancer that the had, well, we had it today, there's nearly 100% of recovery. And you know, we can look back as God had saved each one of us, as, and God had turned and moved in our family. We, we could, in some way, understand why God took Jim. But you know, friends, we prayed, and he was much prayed for. And Driver was a strong fella and as strong as a nox. But cancer took him. And you know, we were down in the hospital on the 31st of April, 1993. And, and the Lord took Driver home to be with himself. And you know, I can't understand it. And our family can't understand it. But praise God tonight that he's healed tonight. And he's in the glory. And one day we shall, shall see him. And you know, Mommy was also taken with cancer about 12 years ago. You know, friends, we're not dwelling on the, on the negatives tonight. If you're in here tonight and you know not the Savior, why not come to him tonight? Why not put your trust in him? Why not meet him tonight as your Savior and leave it too late and meet him as your judge? I trust tonight that the Lord might bless these few thoughts as we trade up lift and give thanks to our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.